from Home Studios. Yes, that is a Spider-Man reference. We got the trailer to drop yesterday. No, it was this morning. I watched it this morning. I'm very confused about the trailer, and I'm very confused about our topics today. So I brought in help. <laughs> I brought in help. The wonderful laughter and thoughts of the one and only Allison Sullivan. Hi, how, Taylor. How are you? I'm so good. That was the most like welcome to a women's podcast ever. Hi, Taylor. Hi. How are you? Hey. <laughs> it sounds like spirit fingers are happening over here. Well, um, I mean, I have to balance out your intro. It's so jarring. I'm so, Jeez. I, I just love the image of someone just sitting peacefully in their car. Like, I don't know. I don't know right. what comes on before my show. Does anybody have any idea what comes on before my show? I don't either. I really hope it's like the most peaceful right. thing ever. I'm picturing like coffee spilling. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I just love picturing that moment. We haven't gotten too many complaints from the living. So Patrick Madrid is before me. He's, he's, not, he's not too chill, but he's, he's a good dude. But it, it's still, I mean, no matter who it is, it's right. a very, very stark difference from, right. the, oh my gosh, I just said stark, di- stark difference. And earlier I referenced Spider-Man. And Tony Stark found Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Boom. That, that is some dot connecting right I there. I am really good at this when I do it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I do it by accident. You know what else I did by accident yesterday? What's that? Not necessarily Taylor? by accident, but Tell I completely against my will. Okay. I, I worked out for the first time in 2019. <gasps> How'd it go? Can you move? How do you feel? So I'm very glad I got here before you. Yeah, it took you a while to get up the stairs, didn't stairs, it? Stairs, yeah. stairs. So mm-hmm. I was at a buddy's house. Not only did I work out, I drove for seven hours after working out mm-hmm. yesterday. I drove to and from essentially the coast of Oklahoma. The coast? Nope, the border. There's no <laughs> coast in Oklahoma that I'm aware of. Do they have lakes? No, I digress. Okay. Oceanfront property. <laughs> Oceanfront. Ocean uh, no, I can't make fun of Oklahoma. I got in trouble for doing that once. So okay. uh, <laughs> I'm making fun of myself because there's absolutely no coast. But I grew up on the coast. Anyway, I'm very not bright. Is that a good sentence? Sure. Okay. Now, you know tomorrow's going to be worse, right? As far as your immobility. Oh, I absolutely know. So I felt fine. I... Worked out. I mean, mm-hmm. like I didn't feel fine while I was working out. Let's just be clear. I was dying inside and outside and all around <laughs> from any, any of every direction. All this and, is covered. But then I like I got home and I got to I got home. I, I got to clean up. I got packed in my car, drove to the, the coast of Oklahoma. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, led worship, got back in the car, drove to Fort Worth. Fine that whole time. Mm-hmm. Not sore at all. I get to my buddy's house at Fort Worth. Hey, man, how are you? You know, uh, we you do the little bro hug thing. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, do you do you want to play some games? So we played some games. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to bring my stuff upstairs and change into some more comfortable pants. And <laughs> upstairs. That's when it hit you. I was I had to be on all fours. Oh. Like cr- I had to use my hands cuz my legs didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. I was using my arms to like pull me up the yeah, stairs. That and, sounds like, intense. It, it, I felt like I was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, you know, just like pulling myself uh-huh. by my arms. I've got luggage and a backpack, <laughs> the first world version of The Revenant <laughs> instead of a you know dragging a bear, I'm dragging an iPad and a and a you know, MacBook and all these things. I could not move. Mm. Absolutely could not move. So, I said a couple of things. I said it was the first time working out in 2019. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. It's the first time working out uh, <laughs> about two months. <laughs> so I got all into this CrossFit thing. Told everybody on okay. the show. I was giving people updates on the Instagrams yes. and on the show. Yes. And, and then I just stopped and no one asked me about it. Thanks for the accountability, friends. <laughs> Not one single person approached <laughs> me about it. Uh, 
I sprained my ankle really bad. So I couldn't um, walk for about a week and then could not work out for about three more weeks. So I was finally recovered after a month and then I was just lazy for three weeks. Right. So finally got back into it and I'm currently dying. Now, I assumed this was New Year's related, but it's not. This is just getting back into the swing of things. No, I decided three months ago to be a better person. Sure. It just hasn't gone well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tomorrow I'd like some documentation of your pain. Okay, I, I will. I will put it on on the old Instagrams. I documented this whole thing yesterday, and, and he, part of our docu- of this documentation is going to get us into the, our, our first topic here. So I was documenting mm-hmm. the whole thing before the workout, after the workout. So before the workout, I was, I, I put out a plea. I asked for people to pray for me. Hey everyone, I would like. I'm very very Catholic. Grew up Catholic. I'd like for you to rep- pray for the repose of my soul because I'm going to die in about an hour. Oh. And then I realized, like, my Protestant friends don't pray for the reposes of souls right. because they don't think – and like, n- your prayers don't do anything after you're dead. You pray for the family. Sure. And, uh, so I, I started asking them, well, you have an hour. If you see this in an hour, pray for me because my death is imminent. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I had, I had to change it and, and – so this opened up some more conversation. It did. It did. It definitely opened up conversation. It got me thinking. So because every now and then, like I always see you know, speakers or whatever. Hey, I'm about to speak. Uh, pray for us. So, so I, I do the same thing because that's what you're supposed to do. Right? Okay. Not, but you don't really want their No, I mean, I, I do. I just don't. It's not coming from my heart. Okay. It's, it's just like, this is what Catholics do. So I'm going to do this. That's, I mean, that's most of my life, actually. Okay. Just going through some motions that you've seen some other people yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And most of the time, I end up not being able to walk up those stairs because of said motions that the CrossFit trainer gotcha. is telling me right. to do. You know, I just, I just do what I'm told. That's, that's what I've been doing my whole life. Okay. Everyone that knows me knows that that is a complete lie. <laughs> you tell me to do something, I'm probably going to do the opposite. opposite. Or at least 90 degrees different. So it got me to thinking, though, because... I think intercessory prayer, praying for other people yes. and asking other people to pray for you, might be my weakest form of prayer. Eh, second weakest if you consider offering it up. Okay, so so be honest. If I'm like, hey, will you pray about this? Because I'm pretty sure I've asked you to pray for some things for me, Taylor. There, the, there have been multiple times with very good friends of mine that they have thanked me for praying for them. Yes. When indeed I had not. Right. Uh-huh. I did not answer your question, uh-huh. but but I did. I'm looking at you <laughs> but, very but <laughs> accusingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. I, and this brought it up. Somebody thanked me. It wasn't you. Somebody thanked me this week for praying for them. Yeah, I definitely didn't. I for, I just forgot. Yeah. So m- my thing for a long time is, if you ask me to pray for you, mm-hmm. if I don't do it right then, it's probably not going to happen until I go to mass and I'm like, you know, they say like, you know. If they happen to for, cross your mind, for, no, no, no. Wild. For all these intentions in the silence of your heart, uh, for all the people that asked me to pray for them, but I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's something. So, okay, I, I have questions because I feel like you're better at an intercessory prayer than I am. Is that is that fair? I, the bar isn't all that high. Too, it's, right? it's really not. Can you high jump two inches? <laughs> <laughs> I can manage. I so okay. As far intercessory prayer um, for me, I feel like a lot of maybe kind of what's keeping you from it is this idea that it has to be um, perfect when really I think that the only thing you need is just a willing heart. So, you know, you can you can manage a willing heart, Taylor. It's not that complicated. I think I might be the exact opposite of what you think I am. I, I have... 
I mean, look at me. I have no problems being not perfect. It's very obvious. I think not being willing, but following through on being willing is one of my biggest weaknesses as a human being in every aspect. Okay, so of it's my just life. a discipline, a matter of discipline. Yes, that's that sounds okay. much better. I hear you. Or okay. worse, it, it's you're more correct. It's uh-huh. more correct. Well, then I think you're right. You know, I mean, know thyself, right? So you you just said if I don't do it right away, then it's probably not going to get done. Now, that's not to say that, hey, that's just the way I am and that's not ever going to change. So deal. I mean, you know, that we can always be bettering ourselves. So you've identified, you know, a weakness. But um, I think that just, you know, kind of stripping it of really intercessory prayer is nothing more glamorous than just kind of pleading with God. I mean, you know, it's just pleading with God with a willing heart. And, you know, I don't I've been actually kind of intercessing. I've been, I've felt like, you know, the world and our church. I mean, lately there's just so many things that feel so much bigger than me that I feel powerless against. And so for me, this, this intercessory prayer for our nation, for our church, it's just what I've, it's just all I've got. You know, I don't have anything else. And it's, it's entering into that, that warfare. And this is just the only way that I know how to co-labor because this thing feels really big. And so we can enter into that spiritual world, whether it's on behalf of our friends over something, you know, small and momentary or something big that, you know, we really feel powerless against. And it's, that spiritual realm when things are where things are won or lost. I mean, it matters. So I think that it it is something to recognize, you know, that weakness on your part and kind of make it a discipline. Yeah. Maybe there's just a little time in the day or time in the week. Or... I find time to pray, but it's just mostly about right. me. Yeah. Okay. Well. So I okay. Here here's a follow up question to everything you just threw at me. My follow up question is. You said you said one of the first things you said was it doesn't have to be perfect. I, I don't think it has to be perfect. Okay, but I, how long is it supposed to be? When, okay, right. so like I understand. Where like, you're I going. know like the the length of like prayer time in general, right? Everybody's you know pray twenty minutes a day, pray thirty minutes a day. Bear Wozniak told me that I'm a that we're all posers if we're not praying for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. So apparently I'm a poser. So uh, how? You ask me to pray for you, right? Mm-hmm. You say, hey, we had this event praying up, coming up. Can you pray for it? Mm-hmm. So, Dear Jesus, how are you? I'm doing well. What did you do for Christmas? I hear it was your birthday. Happy belated birthday. Allison has this event coming up. <laughs> Will you pre- please bless it? Amen. Like, when it, when it comes to requests, I, I am so... Okay. Indoctrinated with like not indoctrinated, it's probably a bad word, but like I'm so used to like at mass when we say our intercessions. Yeah. For those struggling with cancer, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. I mean, I, they said like five words, right? Right. So you asked me to pray for you. Like honestly, what is your expectation for amount of time that I am praying for your request? I'm going to be honest with you, not much more than that. I think that it's a, I, I think that we are a people who are obsessed with trying to explain things. You know, and and there is no explaining what it is to enter this spiritual realm. I mean, that is a mystical thing, is it not? That's a beautiful thing. But as a people who are obsessed with explanations, we need to know how long do you want me to do it? Where do I need to be when I do it? What words do I need to use? And none of that matters. Why? Because it's about the willing heart. And so in, in a very sweet and tender moment, you used your time 
with God our Father to pray for me. And that is a that's a tender thing. And that's what intercessory prayer does also is that it unites us with each other. How how beautiful is that? So I don't know if if th- that answers your question at all, but I think that it's more the posture of your heart than it is time, words, etc. Okay. I like I have so many like follow up questions now because like I I think for me and one thing that I've struggled with for my entire life is the power of prayer right so you said that you, all these big things in the church are going on all these big issues are going on and you see this bigness and you are absolutely the doing it correctly and I am not but it's so hard for me to do naturally. Maybe you're not doing it naturally. Maybe that's the point to look at these big things and not just be so overwhelmed. There's nothing I can do about it. So why even try? Right. And I, th- I know that the correct posture is I, I am not big enough to fix this. I need to put it in God's hands through prayer. But, but I, I'm so often overwhelmed by how so many things we right. have to pray for that I'm frozen and I do nothing. And I know that that's not right. How do I break through that? Yeah. I, th- I think that, um, you know, when it comes to things that feel so much bigger than us, we keep trying to use the weapons of this world. <laughs> when really intercessory prayer is telling God what he tells us to tell him as a way of releasing power. I do. I think that it that it releases power. And I realize that without eyes to see, that sounds like a bunch of hocus pocus. But, you know, one thing that I've noticed as far as the things that like hold me down and, and, and plague my heart is that when I write it down and just look at it there in black and white, there's something about just saying it and getting it out that kind of robs its, its ugly power. So why not using scripture? That, by the way, is one thing to make your, prow- your prayers feel a little more, have a little more substance is using scripture to pray pray with. And and in that prayer, it gives scripture new meaning. And like I said, you know, we're united to one another, but also we're entering into those spiritual realms. And, And when I was talking about, you know, writing down things that plague me, why wouldn't releasing, you know, whether it's scripture towards someone or something, why wouldn't it work the other way also? We're entering that spiritual realm where things are won and lost. So... Scripture, I think, is, is an important part. It's, it's pretty cool that you bring up Scripture because where this all comes from, I take notes for the show just from my life. My entire life is show prep, right? I've had four Scriptures as notes for this. T- just all it said was intercessory prayer and four Scriptures, like nothing. And I have – it's been at the bottom of my notes for the show for three months because mm-hmm. I, I did a Bible study on this on my, on my phone, and it was talking about the – the the power of prayer and one of the days was on intercessory prayer and it stuck out to me because i was like i'm not good at this so then i took notes about it and then ignored it until today so Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah i i want to go through a couple of these scriptures and and some of them they're so similar that it's striking um very stark one might say so um Paul in all of his letters. Therefore, I too, hearing of your faith in the Lord Jesus and of your love for all the holy ones, do not cease giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, uh, that God, that the God of our of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation resulting in the knowledge of him. He continues going for more and more verses. In Philippians, I give thanks to my God at every remembrance of you, praying always with joy in my prayer 
uh, for all of you because of your partnership with the gospel until now. So in like, I could go on. There's right. multiple of these where he's talking about, or he is in every one of his letters. Almost it seems like he's he's yeah. saying that he is praying for them. And I I, I find a lot of it, it just hit me. I just find a lot of encouragement in that that none of these prayers are super long. It's it's in the the midst of all this other work that he's right. doing, and yeah. he's like, hey, yeah. I, just FYI, I'm also praying for you for these very simple things. Right. One thing that I noticed about those scriptures is that he's not praying for quick fixes for them because that's the temptation, right? It's like I just want this thing fixed. I just want to be out from under this thing. But there is a larger story, and there are bigger reasons, and there are future plans. And intercessory prayer is praying for the farsightedness regarding it all, you know. And in that prayer. It's useless if you don't believe in hope and and redemption. So I think that it's it's really powerful. I think that it's a really transforming thing. And we have to be persistent about it because what we're praying for is to see this thing the way that God does. That's what it is. Well, thank you for encouraging me. Um, I'm going. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go back through these scriptures that uh, popped up a couple of months ago. I'm going to pray with them. I'm going to put them in the show notes. For I'm, I'm probably not the only one. I think 98 percent of the audience is a better person sh- than me. Oh, but the rest of them, the rest of them can pray with me. We all need help. We all need help, and you're my help, Allison. I, we're going to be right back with my good friend Mary Bielski right after this break. <laughs> Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am in a room with Allison Sullivan, who likes to dance to our music. I wiggle. I, you, you wiggle. I wiggle. I am also joined by Mary Bielski, who is dancing inside of an iPad right now as we That's look right. at her. Mary! Hello. We've, How are you? I'm doing well. We've met all across the country. We met in Dallas. We met in Florida. And then a couple of weeks ago, we had dinner to me, you, my wife, and my smallest child that probably shouldn't have been allowed in the nice restaurant we were in, <laughs> had dinner together. It's nice to see you again. It's good to see you. All good right. to be here. We are, here's the deal. Uh, you, my friend are a, a yes. very, very talented. And I know you're not going to let me say that, so I'm just going to keep talking so that you can't interrupt me. You're very awesome, and you're holy, and you're good at speaking. And uh, so I was like, we have to bring bring her on. And so I did. This this is this is brought, that is the backstory that brought, brought us to right now. It's a good story. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell the good people about yourself? Well, that's going to take a while. Uh, my name is Mary Bielski. What am I going to say? I work in ministry. I love the Lord. Um, I'm seeking his heart. He's doing amazing things in my own heart this year, which is great. Um, and that's it. Like, I'm just an evangelist and a lover of the Lord. I don't know what else to say. I'm single. And no one, I don't know if that really helps. And I have no kids. I'm single. And I love Jesus. So uh, what we're Am I t- not supposed to talk about my personal life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the whole okay. point of you coming on is I, we just really want to get you married off. Like, that's that's the thing. You said you were single twice <laughs> in one sentence. So that's right. uh, uh, we just want to just promote. I'm trying not to sound desperate at the same time. <laughs> Did I mention I was single? So uh, we, you're. that's why I'm just promoting you. Because, I mean, like, yes, we want people to book you as a speaker. We want people to check out what you're doing. But we want some holy dude to, to marry you. That's That's why we brought you on. Perfect. Okay, so um, 
I also like how you struggled to talk about yourself, which proves that you're holier than me. Because if you asked me the question to tell you, to tell me about you, like that's what I'm best at is talking about me. So, so it just proves once again that your holiness level is just eons above mine. Allison, where do you lie on talking about yourself? I don't love it. Do you love it more than Mary? I think, um, I think so. I, I think well, we're probably yeah. about equal. Yeah, I think it just depends on what you want. Like, I want to talk about what is the listeners want to talk about. Like, yeah, it's great. I'm a speaker, but like, I'd rather talk about what the Lord's doing in our lives and our hearts and like... It's a little vague. It's kind of a vague question. I, w- I would like something a little more pointed. I feel like I could go on a little longer about something more specific. Like the things you're bad at, which is what this whole show has been about for me. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I have been uh, quite authentic, I think, this show, uh, because I'm not a very good person. And we just talked about that the whole show. So uh, you, Mary, have been have been walking through uh, we got to, we got we got to talk in New Orleans, and God is doing some pretty cool things in your life, especially around authenticity. So, how did this come up for you in your life? You're so great. Um, so, we talked a little bit about what we're going to talk about, um, and I. So, it's interesting. Right now, I'm redoing my website because 1990s calls and wants it back, and I am not <laughs> someone like I know it's horrible. It's the worst website ever. It was like from 10 years ago when I first started out, and. I'm not someone who markets myself. God's really been blessing me and uh, people call. So uh, people ask me how you do it. And I'm like, it's purely a miracle. And I think it's just the anointing on my life because all my mar- I don't, I'm horrible at social media. I'm horrible at the dance and the, the perfect filter. Although I have some good filter, you know, I've got some good photos on there, but, um, but yeah, but like, it's been very interesting as we talk about authenticity, just this journey that the Lord's had me on the last six years of just my own inner healing, my own life journey, and then kind of uh, putting that with ministry and how, um, yeah, just what God's done in my heart. So I'm excited to kind of relaunch my website, uh, but have more of an authentic, um, I've just come so far in 10 years. So I'm like, I don't even know where to begin, but like more authentic gritty let's talk about the real stuff um kind of vibe uh which is interesting it's an interesting kind of push in so that's how we're talking about authenticity because i think we have a lot of um we have such a blessing a blessing in our church and a lot of great ministers in our church um i'm i tend to be a little my style of ministry is very authentic so i pretty much go up there and show my um my wounds my healed wounds and his his glory. And then we keep going. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I spit. Sometimes I get passionate. Sometimes I'm funny. Um, but mostly I, I want to talk to his glory. And that process is a little bit more messy than I think sometimes the church uh, reveals. I don't know if you feel, feel like that, Allison, but like, um, I feel like sometimes we can show the shiny Jesus and like the perfect little answer and this many characters. And I think in and as I talk about authenticity and the struggle of letting yourself be seen by the Lord, by others, um, and not being afraid of that. Um, so that's where I'm at. There's a lot to go and unpack in that uh, on multiple levels. Uh, but that's why I wanted to talk about what does it mean to be real, particularly in ministry? Um, and what does it mean to be real with each other? It's so refreshing. It's so refreshing because, you know, in my in my own walk and in my own desires to be a good representative. I, th- I think that a lot of times 
representative of the Lord, I feel like a lot of times what can happen is that I have to have this perfect story and I have to have this tied up nice and neat with the most beautiful of bows in order to represent him well. And really, it's honesty that's the most efficient. And I have made so many more friends by talking about the things that I'm struggling with instead of, you know, bragging about the things that I'm good at. And so that breath of that breath of fresh air is exactly what the church needs right now. We need honesty. We need vulnerability. We need to go to those dark places and we need to let the light in expose us, Lord, expose us and keep exposing us. Yeah. Have you heard of Brene Brown? Sure. So yes. yeah, she's like, so I did a number of years of counseling. Hi, welcome. And um, so I started doing ministry a number of years ago and Satan kicked my I don't want to use another word, but kick my butt in a, a hardcore way because I have so much shame and self-condemnation and just mm-hmm. not knowing my full identity. And so what we can do in ministry so easily is make the ministry our identity um, and our worth becomes about how many likes we have or who's doing this. And so um, a number of years ago, I actually went to a Theology of the Body event and it, I went there to learn Theology of the Body, but it kind of wrecked, began a, a, a healing journey, I guess my own life of really battling some of those lies that we have. And um, Brene Brown, my point is saying a lot, is like part of her book, my counselor was like, read this book. It was a number of years ago, but when I read, started reading her stuff about authenticity, about vulnerability, about um, the courage to show up and um, get your butt kicked in the ring of authenticity um, and the challenge of that uh, like has really been inspiring. But I'm not going to lie. There are moments as I'm writing these blogs, I'm going to try to post some things. I'm like, Lord, do I really say what I really think? Do I not? Right. But yeah, it's also fun. Right. <laughs> well, I think a lot of times, you know, we're trying to steal second by keeping our foot on first. It's like I want to keep the masses happy. I don't want to make any waves. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. But the truth with what's going on with me right here and right now and what God's doing is isn't pretty. It's not pretty at all. There's there's I think a lot of times everybody needs prayers to end with a hallelujah. And sometimes they just end with a sigh. You know, we might be yeah. right in the middle of something. <laughs> it's not quite finished yet. And that's OK, too. But what's so beautiful about that is like, there's such a place of intimacy there. Like, I think sometimes my closest moments with the Lord, like when my, like during a death in my family or just when I'm in that place of like nothing, um, mm-hmm. it's actually the place where God really meets me, right. you know? And so I think our poverty is the greatest gift. Yes. I'm just saying. We get so, so much more from the things we don't choose. <laughs> amen. It's interesting so. to me because that, that this topic came up uh, for the show on this first time that you're coming on, because the first time that I saw you speak was at Steubenville Lone Stars. It's probably four or five years ago or so. And uh, two things blew me away. One was your talk. It was the first time I'd ever heard you speak. You were talking about the Holy Spirit. And and like, I don't remember every word you said, but I remember it feeling very real. And so often from from stages, from pulpits, we hear the same things over and over again. But a lot of it's like so cleaned up, so perfect pie in the sky that it is unattainable because it is in the sky. And I, I, I always struggled with that because like I can't do that. And then I finally had a had a youth minister who was like, "Look, I'm a sinner too, and I mess up and I screw up, and 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 that's part of this." And I saw that in you. And then it was confirmed. Uh, I think your talk was on Saturday. Sunday, 
I was leaving with the youth. I was coordinating a group of youth ministers who were coordinating their kids. I got them all onto their, you know, all into their bus. And then I was going to drive myself home because I didn't want to deal with all that. So I'm walking by and there you are, you know, the speaker at this huge conference. And I just, I walk up to you to have a conversation just thinking, you know, like with most you know, speakers are busy and they're important. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go thank her for a good talk and then move along. And we had like a 15 minute conversation. I was like, wow. This lady's a person, like a real person, not just a figurehead talking on a stage. And it's it has stuck with me because now, you know, now I get to be on some of these stages and and it's people like you that have reminded me to be real, not only mm-hmm. on the stage, but off the stage as well. Uh, so I know you've been making this, you've you've always been good at it, but you're putting this new emphasis on it. And I want I want to ask you like what do you think the result how are the results different between somebody giving this, you know, perfectly clean talk and just being real where they are? Well, I think the answer is that like and I'm not now I feel like I'm like like blowing the Brene Brown horn of vulnerability, but um I think the gift of imperfection is like we give people mm-hmm. like the, the gift of our imperfections is it gives other people permission to be imperfect and um, in whatever place they are on the journey. And it keeps our eyes on the glory of, of God and his greatness rather than like um, trying to pretend that we have it all together. So I don't, I don't know if I answered that well, but I think it just gives freedom like, like that you're, we're not alone. And I just think like the more compassion that we have, that we're all in this together, we're all kind of, um, and I've come a long way. Like I really seek like, you know, I, I don't struggle with a lot of the same things I used to struggle with. I don't want right. to act like like I haven't made journeys and I'm not right. growing in holiness. That's part of it. And and sometimes I do have the right, you know, God just shows up and it's awesome. And then other times I like fall on my face. And I think that's just part of that relationship as you're walking with him. Um, but I don't think it always looks like perfectly um, figured out. Side note, by the way, Hey, I think I remember that conversation. And the reason why I spent so much time with you is that you complimented me, believe in the Holy Spirit. And in the Catholic Church, sometimes uh, mm. people have a lot of different, I think you were like, thank you. For, I, I don't remember much. It's actually, I remembered it after you came up to me when we, we saw each other recently. And you said, thank you for, I don't know if it was like, I don't even think it was authenticity. I think you complimented the Holy Spirit. Is that right? Is that your memory? It, but your talk was on the Holy Spirit. And I said, thanks for talking about the Holy Spirit, because for so often, you know, for years, we've been putting the Holy Spirit in a cage and not letting him do his thing. And you just unleashed the, you know, the full power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, oh it's, it was God. the content of your talk and the direction of your talk, you know? Well, yeah. So I think that was the other part, too, because that's another area I think sometimes we get a little bit scared. And and sometimes I'll be honest, I'm afraid of being too charismatic or too like whatever the term is in the church. It's very interesting. Like I have to be careful of the fear of man of like mm-hmm. being faithful to who God wants me to be and mm-hmm. not like our little categories of like charismatic. Is that too Protestant? Is that mm-hmm. Sikh? Is that this? Is that that? And I love all of these different venues of God's glory. Like God's doing great things in all these different pockets. But um, sometimes I think we're really easy to kind of put things in boxes of what things are or aren't. Um, and particularly that was the other subject is the Holy spirit, like particularly is my passion of, um, yeah, like letting that become more central to our journey with the Lord. So, yeah, we have a few minutes left. So why, why don't you tell us how is the Holy spirit? Like what, what, what have you been focusing on with the Holy spirit here in the last few months? 
Okay, can I be honest? Because we're talking about authenticity. Sure. Dude, I went <laughs> to a evangelical. I felt like, so for the last couple of years, I've been going after the Holy Spirit and going after, because here's the deal. The culture that we live in, rhetoric and good talks are not going to do it. We need his power and we need his anointing. And it's not about our gifts. It's, we have to have him and all of him. I am just so convinced that like, we have to, like, I am just like a hungry, whatever. And so if we had more time, I've gone this little journey with, um, Actually, two years ago was the first time I ever went to anything that wasn't Catholic. And I've gone to some kind of prophetic uh, Holy Spirit kind of things that are happening in um, the larger scale church. And it's really opened my eyes to the bigger picture of what God's doing right now. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I went to one thing. They had a Catholic track at this big evangelical conference, which was about 20,000 evangelicals. Um, And I've gone off and on uh, when the Lord allows me to. And there are other Catholics that went and we did this Catholic track. But the Lord, um, Holy Spirit, b- bottom line, beyond the signs and wonders, and like today I actually gave a word to someone that the Lord put on my heart at a store, like I want to walk in his anointing. But beyond all the signs and wonders, like I want intimacy. And this conference kicked like in a beautiful way, like wrecked me and just mm-hmm. hungering, like you know how you get complacent, I'm not going to lie, like just feeling like I came there needing hope after just a number of years of ministry, just needing something and like the simple message of the Holy spirit being about intimacy and staying at his feet. And so I think a lot of times we think of the Holy spirit as the signs, but for me right now, I'm hungering to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the best gift the Lord can give me. Um, so yeah. It's beautiful. That was a long answer. Is that too long? No, 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 no. it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, I like you a lot, and I want pe- other people to to like you as well. Uh, you have this website that we talked about. I, I love your website. Ch- don't send people to my website yet. Wait till I change it, and then they're going to be like, oh, she's cool, instead of like, oh, my gosh, okay. 1990s. What's okay. up with those jeans? Ma- Mary is cool. Like, I'm not even – I'm like, the jeans are even wrong. Like, everything is wrong. I think I have the – it's just – don't go to my website. Listen, no, 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 that's not hold easy. On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I Wait. Want- it's coming up in like a couple weeks, and okay. then you're going to be like, oh, she's cool. She's awesome, instead okay. of like, so, ooh. Wait for a couple weeks to go to her website for the purpose of getting – to know her it will still yes. be mary bielski b-i-e-l-s-k-i dot com it'll still be that but you have to do one thing right now you have to do one thing go to go to the website right now because it's going no, it's going no. you it's, know what it's go- i know what you're about to say it's, you shush it it's, go- it's going am, in the name of jesus in the name of jesus oh, i rebuke you she just shut okay? you down in the name of jesus no, no, no she didn't no, 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 no wait 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 exactly mary gonna mary I'm, I'm gonna mute okay. you real quick mary's <gasps> muted oh my gosh um, <laughs> You have to go to the website. I have no part of this. Uh, Okay, wait, wait. You're getting (laughs) muted too. Everyone's muted except for me. You have to go to the website because there's a MySpace link. And if you click on the MySpace link, it goes to the closed MySpace page of a woman named Reina Perez. I don't know who Reina Perez is. None of us know who Reina Perez is. It's the greatest thing ever. I had a comedian on who's like, he had a MySpace link on his page as a joke. And this is funnier than that. Good job, Mary. You're back on. You can talk now. You are going to be in purgatory for way long now. Oh, no, now? (laughs) What do you mean now? I'm going to live there for the rest of eternity. You know what, though? Here's the deal. The beauty of me is that, like, you know why I know the Lord loves me? It's because at the end of the day, 
I get to do ministry and my website stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know who else and didn't have not... a good website or social media presence, right? His name was Jesus. Jesus. His name was That's Jesus. Right. You're doing great. <laughs> Mary, we got to go. Thank you so much for coming on. This is not your last time on the show. This was way too much fun. I enjoyed muting you. Uh, you'll go straight to heaven now for talking to me. Allison. I agreed. Allison, we'll be right back for our final segment of the day. Don't go anywheres. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Stroll. Still in studio with Allison Sullivan. In the first segment, we talked about how I'm not good at praying for other people and need to be better be better at that. And Allison helped me with that. Uh, last segment, we talked to Mary Bielski about the power of the Holy Spirit. And there's an upcoming event here that we want to promote here locally, but also talk about healing in general because I think I need some after that first segment. <laughs> so, uh, Allison, we're going to talk about healing. Taylor, oh, Taylor, oh. hey, Taylor, you talk about healing. Boy, oh boy, I need some healing after that game on Sunday. Oh my goodness gracious. Rocco, where did you come from? Who let you in here? <laughs> Taylor, I saw Nikki Baby throw that ball and it hit it hit Alshon's hands, and then I thought, we are in here. We're going to do this again. And then misery. Alshon. Absolute misery. Poor Alshon. So for, for the uh, people <sighs> who uh, actually went to church on Sunday. I needed and- some intercessory <laughs> prayer that day. <laughs> yeah, you did. I had a, not, a big need for it. <laughs> so your eagles I had lost. my water ice in front of me, and I thought we were going to do it. We got the... Uh, we got the hands to the face penalty, and I we were rolling. You know what I'm saying? And then, ah, uh, just all fell apart. Didn't you go to? Didn't apart. you like serve some time for a hands to the face penalty? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, never mind. Sorry, we can't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's still under uh, court sealed orders. <laughs> we can't talk about that. <laughs> I was your character witness. It's why you went away. <laughs> I don't don't. I'm already I'm already hard up enough about the loss. Ah, oh, boy. That was tough. So people were talking this weekend, Rocco, about uh, there was like a priest who moved up a mass time t- on Saturday to like 2 p.m. so that people could watch a game. Uh, did you make it to mass this Sunday? You bet I did. What's well, been one of my uh, big turnarounds, part of my battle plan for 2019, get to mass every Sunday. I'm trying to uh, trying to pray the rosary uh, a few more times a week. It's tough for me. Uh, it's not, not an easy prayer for me to do. Um, but, uh, and I'm just trying to, uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to pray more for other people too, you know? And, uh, it's really terrifying for me to see myself in Taylor, 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 Taylor. Yes. We told, I told you we had one ground rule for this. When I come on, it's you don't interrupt me when I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I, I, I think we need to go to replay like they did on Sunday. I, I think you started this whole thing by interrupting me, Rocco. Yeah, we said that I could do that. <laughs> said, we said no, I could interrupt you. No, no one allowed you to come onto the show. You just walked in and took a mic. I'm trying to talk to Allison. Now she just she has all this great stuff to, to talk about healing. Anyway, I can't. Because she's the expert. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear about this this healing the whole person retreat. Because I think I might have to fly in to uh, to uh, Eastwood Airport, uh, you know, and get here for that for that retreat. Could because I need it. Wait, Rocco, do you not live here? 
I don't think we've got. We haven't gotten much of your origin story. I live. I live. I live. He's a mysterious. Live back east. I live back in the city of brotherly love. I I know that the people (laughs) watching this can't see this. I've even gone down to uh, Arlington to to visit my uh, paisan. Adam Earhart, who's out there now, you know, he moved out there. He's I'm so glad you interrupted out there. me. That, I'm, that was just great. <laughs> it was just great, a great idea. You were you were pointing south, by the way, whenever you were pointing. You was, I, I'm from down east. You're it's pointing at the rel- Gulf of It's Mexico. all relative, Taylor. Don't try to get too m- smarty pants on me, okay? See, you're, you're trying to be better in 2019. You're going to mass. You're saying your rosaries, but you're just you just keep falling for this relativism. We got to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> You are hopeless, my friend. Hopeless. You know, I was going to say the same thing about Which is going to be the Eagles' fortunes in 20, 2019 if they get rid of Nick. I tell you, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. Carson Wentz is as good at staying on a football I'll, field as I am at intercessory prayer. Listen, I love that kid. <laughs> I don't have anything ill will against him. But, you know, I love Nicky. I love Nicky. He's going to be gone, dude. I'm so, I'm so very sorry. Well, speaking of being gone, I got to be gone, and I got to let you... Talk to Allison about the retreat. Okay, so, so long, folks. Where are you going? I'm where, done. Where are you, All right. where, where are you going? See you Rocco? later. Bye-bye. Rocco, you're a delight. I don't care what they okay. say. Okay, bye, bye, Rocco. <laughs> Allison. Hi, Taylor. Have you Had you met Rocco before? Uh, not in person. Well, not in all his glory. Wasn't that amazing? Truly. I love Rocco. Rocco is my favorite. We, I was telling you before the show that uh, uh, Rocco is my favorite. I love Rocco. Uh, so you, Allison, are, are behind Rocco. Okay, I mean fair in in favoritism, mm-hmm. but you're you're ahead of general manager of the sh- of the show of the station here, Daddy Shermansky. Okay, I just wanted you to know that. Okay, I, I appreciate your your transparency. Good. So so, so this is and your this favoritism. Is, this is great. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, do you who's your favorite ch- child? Taylor, <laughs> have mercy. No, there no there's no such thing. There really isn't. There are ones that are easier to parent on certain days or certain times of the day. But no. Do you have a favorite kid, Taylor? Absolutely. I've oh, talked come about this on the air. On. That's this actually you're jogging my memory. I actually know this. Yeah. We, so so my kids are going to need healing after never mind. They're not going to listen to the show. <laughs> They'll never listen to the show. I really hope not. <laughs> I, I, I was uh I really hope not either. I was listening to a, a Jim Gaffigan book. Uh-huh. On, I bought it yesterday and I finished it this morning because I oh. have driven for eight hours and it's a seven and a half hour book. Right. And he was talking about it. The whole thing was about parenting. Hilarious. I need to get you a copy. I think you'll like it. I bet I will. He talks about favorite kids. Okay. He's on my team. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but also being on my team, he, his kids are going to need a lot of healing. As well. Yeah, it's a lot of fodder for a therapist. Okay, so we have this we have this healing retreat coming up. Here we do locally. It's going to be really wonderful. I'm I am so upset that I'm not going to be able to be there. I am too because well, you're going to be there. Well, I know, but I'm upset you're not going to be there, Taylor. <laughs> because of all the people in this town, I'm in the top one percent of people needing healing. It's the first time I've ever been top one percent today. <laughs> well, listen, we all need it. We all need it because this world has had its way with us. I mean, you know, life happens and God is good, but life isn't easy. We all have pain. We're carrying it around. We might be used to carrying it around, but it doesn't mean we should. So this healing retreat is going to be awesome. JP2 Healing Center out of Florida is coming to our precious little town. How awesome is that? They sell out retreats all over the country and they're coming to our town. This is so special. You know what they say about this town, right? What's that? Bryan College Station is famous because it 
it houses the Intergalactic Studios of Red Sea Radio. Is that why? That is why. I mean, some might say because of St. Mary's Catholic Center or, you know, like uh, the pro-life movement started here. <laughs> you know, but, but I think... It's it's because of, of of us. I agree that it's a place of revival. I really do. It's a little garden of a town. I'm not very good at gardening. It's ma- it's, all, it's all making a lot Me of neither. sense now. <laughs> Me neither. I've, I've seen your gardens. No, I thought I would. I thought I'd like my hands in the dirt and all that, but no. I'm growing children. I can't grow anything else. That's it. <laughs> Wait, did you just make a pregnancy announcement on oh, the air? Oh, stop that! <laughs> Taylor Schroll. Okay, listen. Can we talk about this healing retreat? Not tell anymore. Us, tell, tell, everybody, <laughs> tell everybody when it is, Taylor. Okay, it is February 7th through 9th. I am going to need some healing after because I'm going to be in Vermont. In February. I'm from Southern Texas. I'm going to need healing because it's going to be extremely cold in Vermont. Mm-hmm. But you people here, yes, and by you people, I mean listeners. February 7th through 9th, of, uh, the, the picture is cut off. It says the year 201. <laughs> I, I, believe it's a, I believe it's 2019. It's in a few weeks. It is. Uh, it's at Christ the Good Shepherd Chapel in Bryan, Texas, uh, to register, go to JPII. Don't put JP2, because then you'll go to a website that doesn't work. JPIIHealingCenter.org to register. So the reason that I'm upset that I can't be there is, one, I need the healing. Two, I went to a like leadership retreat in Oklahoma City last year, and I went through a pro- – like, part of the healing process that comes from the JP2 Healing Center okay. that yeah. comes from the people that wrote this book yeah. that are coming to lead yes. these sessions. I went through it with a team that had been trained by these people. Okay. Um, but it was for us, like for me, it was an evening. It was an evening of prayer okay. and an evening of um, them essentially talking to me, doing some kind of like 2% counseling, 98% prayer. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, it helped me yeah. tremendously. And that was just an evening. Right. So this is a whole weekend built all around right. uh, this Well, and healing. they even have seven-day re- retreats, which I, I can't imagine. I've done the three-day, and it honestly did feel a little um, – I could I let's put it this way. I can see how what it is that we're carrying our whole lives long can take a full seven days. I mean, that's I, there's plenty um, of work to be done. And I don't know about you. I'm curious. And maybe this is kind of a my age person thing. But when I hear the word healing in church, I have an assert I have a certain attachment to that word, like a certain idea comes up. Does that does that does that make a televangelist come up in your mind to you or not necessarily? Yeah, it makes the what comes to well, not more. I've gotten better now. Wow, that was great radio, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good job, Allison. You asked me a question that stumped me. It used to. Yeah. It used to until yeah. I started experiencing it in a good way. Right. But in college, that's exactly sure. what I thought. And I actually went to a Benny Hinn thing. You you know Benny Hinn, oh, the guy sure. on TV that's like, here I'm gonna hit you with my coat and then you'll be healed and then you'll yeah. send me money. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to that and like, <laughs> maybe we should talk generally. There are televangelists who have plants. So like, you know, they'll ask you, Alison Sullivan, a very able-bodied woman to sit in a wheelchair. They will pray for you. And then you'll walk up and walk out of the Woo, she's healed. Yeah. Right. So I always doubted everything. Yeah. And then I started seeing people that I actually knew yeah. were, you know, 
hurt in some way, yeah. physically, mentally, spiritually, and then come out completely changed. And then I experienced it for myself where it wasn't anything like I got up out of a wheelchair, but a lot of things that I've been holding on to and struggling with sure. forever. It was For me, it was a huge step. It wasn't complete healing and I'm a saint now because that's quite obvious because I've been doing a radio show for the last year <laughs> since this happened. But what it was for me was I feel like in those areas of my life where I needed healing, you know, that story of Jesus healing the guy and he's, he's completely blind. And then he can, he's like, I can see figures. Mm-hmm. I can see the people look like trees, right? Mm-hmm. And then he heals them again mm-hmm. and he can completely see. Mm-hmm. And like, that's where I am yeah. in my healing yeah. process yeah. Where for a lot of my struggles and sin tendencies and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And um, so I, but going from completely blind and like just darkness mm-hmm. to light and not completely clear, like it it happened for me. And that and yeah. and I know that there's more, which is why I want to go to this retreat. But alas, I can't. Well, Doctor Bob Shoots, uh, you know, I've been on the retreat, and Doctor Bob Shoots, who wrote "Be Healed" and and you know, and brings these retreats across the country, is the the most humble man. He is such a beautiful soul, and so th- that image that I was conjuring up, that I had such an aversion to, he could not be the more polar opposite of that. He is so humble, and his prayers are so gentle, and he is so wise. He's a doctor in um, psychology, and it's just a, it's a really beautiful weekend. And really, what wholeness or healing is, it's wholeness. And it's encountering God and it's coming closer to who it is that he created us to be because we live in a fallen world and nothing is how it is intended to be. And people don't love us the ways that we think they should. And we take hits along the way. And whether it's acute pain because of a loss um, or it's a, you know, kind of a dull pain because we've believed a lie when we were younger. I mean, there's so many ways Um you know, that we've bumped up against each other in life. And um, and he's just such a, a really beautiful shepherd um, when it comes to exploring that and finding wholeness and seeking healing and inviting Jesus into those those painful places. I read that book and just reading it yeah. was helpful for yeah. me. So I think what, what this is for is it's for people who have ever had anything get in the way of them growing in their faith. So beautiful people. You know? Right. Yeah, uh, which is everyone. And because that's what it is, right? Like it's not f- just for people and it's not primarily for people who are in a wheelchair that are going to walk out later. It's for people who have these hurts from their childhood. And like we all have those certain things in our lives. It's like I c- would I can give everything to God except this, this, and this. Yeah. Or I struggle with this, this, and this. Yeah. And like g- it's getting to those things and trying to find healing and wholeness and light coming into those dark places. Um, so check it out. Go to the website, jpiihealingcenter.com, .org, sorry, .org, February 7th through 9th, right here in Bryan, Texas. Yeah. Go check it out. And come expectantly because, you know, it's easy to, to, to think that God is, is powerful in the heavenly realms on his own turf, but Jesus is Lord, not was Lord and then he died. Jesus is Lord Amen. here and now, and so he can affect the here and now. So come and, and come expectantly. Healing. Cool. Amen. We talked about a lot today. You preached up a storm today. What? Uh, most of the time we talk about the stuff that I'm good at on the show. And today we're just like, hey, <laughs> let's do all the things that Allison just needs. To, uh, a I'm whole real- show, please. I insist on a whole show where Taylor is speechless. That's when I want to come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> what is it? What's our meme? What's our meme? 
Oh, yeah, okay. I need healing. You sent me this meme the other day. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Where'd it go? Allison Sullivan texted me. You are, I, you call me your millennial, but yet you know how to meme. The most perfect meme ever sent to me about me was you. Uh, you is mean. You is rude. You is not anointed. <laughs> Coming, coming from, you know, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. And that's why we love you, Ms. Sullivan. So uh, that is our show for the day. Before we head out, I do want to, to talk to you, the audience, really quickly, um, because now I'm done with Allison telling me how to be a better person. Um, I am looking forward to this Phew. year of 2019. So I want to ask you, the listener, what do you all want to see from the show? What, what guests do you want to see? What topics do you want? What segments do you want? Uh, because this is a show for the people, not of the people or by the people, but for the people. Uh, what do you want to see? Also, here's what I want to see from you. I want to see you people, yes, you people meaning the listeners, to actually subscribe to the show and go rate it on iTunes. Y'all are bad at that. As a unit, y'all aren't very, very good at it. So here's what we're going to do. I have... A ton of giveaways from Andy Shaggy Cordy. If you if you send me a screenshot of you subscribe to the show or you rate the show in iTunes, I will see your name. Everyone that enters into that gets put into a drawing for free comics from Andy Shaggy Cordy, who is a uh, comic book writer. Great dude I met at Seek. And also, he has all of these little um, drawings that he does on cardstock that are the size of, like, playing cards i've got teenage mutant ninja turtles i've got star wars i've got saints i've got it all and it's all for you go to fortecatholic.com slash giveaway to find out all the ways to enter we will be back next week bye allison bye taylor so much fun if you listen this far you get a special song it means you must have liked something that you heard i'm making this up as i go that's why it doesn't rhyme. What rhymes with rhyme? I need some more time. I'm just wasting yours. You are not going to get a word that rhymes with yours because I can't think of anything. But if you're still listening to this, you're clinically insane. And I need you to go review the show. Do it. What's wrong with you? Come on, seriously. You've been listening for an hour today. You've been listening for like... Probably multiple episodes. I don't know. I don't know your life, but people are listening and people are reviewing the show. Go review it. Be nice. It's 2019. Do something good and nice for someone. And then I'll love you.